Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Well, I'm Buzz Knight. I'm the host of Taking a Walk, Music History on Foot. And follow us at Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, the Podcast Playground, or wherever you get your podcast. And we love stories of hope and redemption and good work for the greater good. Um, on an upcoming episode of Taking a Walk, we're going to feature somebody who's a singer-songwriter named Emily Cavanaugh, who has a terrific uh, charity initiative called A Song for You. So that'll be upcoming. But on this episode today, David Nathan is our guest. David is a former music executive of Republic Records. He's trying to change the narrative around mental health and addiction by creating something amazing called Happy Jack Records in honor of his late son, Jack Nathan. We'll talk to David Nathan next on Taking a Walk. Well, David Nathan, thanks for being on a virtual version of uh, Taking a Walk. I'm in the backyard here in the mean streets of uh, Carlisle, Massachusetts. Uh, where are you? Um, actually, currently I am uh, in New York City with my uh, distraction being the FDR, uh, the uh, 34th Street and the FDR. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, I think uh, distractions are all uh, a walk of life, if you will, in New York City. Right. They are. Yes, they are. So, David, um, tell us about uh the idea behind happy jack records so um well it all comes from my my son uh jack nathan who 
was a serial entrepreneur, um, had his hands in art, fashion, music, um, and, uh, at, you know, even starting at the age of like 14, 15 years old and, uh, kind of grew up with that, um, for me being in the music industry. And, um, but really was, like I said, a serial entrepreneur, had a bunch of businesses, but as he started to get into the college years, um, he started to focus a little bit more on it. And, um, he, uh, he started a company called happy Jack, which, uh, is all a mental health company that focuses on, um, being a voice for, um, young adults that don't have the voice or don't, you know, are afraid to speak up and super focused on mental health, um, clothing, um, music and art. And, uh, so Jack built that company partnered with child mind Institute, um, first thousand dollars he made when he launched the company in July of 20, I'm sorry, in June of 2020, um, he donated to the child mind Institute. And then, um, about a month later, he went to a party down in South New Jersey, um, took what he thought was a Percocet. It was laced with fentanyl and, uh, he went to sleep and never woke up. So, um, at 19 years old and, uh, 11 months, so almost to his 20th birthday. But what happened then is that uh, my ex-wife and I, Jack's mom took over the company, um, with Jack's super focus of, uh, you know, the mission, the message of helping kids that suffer from mental health. We have 60 college ambassadors that work with us across the college campuses, um, and we have since donated over $160,000 to different foundations and charities, um, super, you know, playing along the lines of, um, of the mental health space. Although we do dabble a little bit in, you know, breast cancer awareness, kids with cancer, organ donations, all that kind of stuff. But, um, one of the things Jack always wanted to do was, was be in the business and start music and, um, and, and, you know, loved, love music, huge Mac Miller fan, huge Travis Scott fan, Drake, Kanye, um, and so after Jack passed away, it was always on my mind as someone who's been in the music industry to, to take it to the next steps. And quite frankly, it just never got to that space. Um, a couple of people that were surrounding us didn't think it was the right time. I always wanted to do it. I, maybe I just needed something to kick me in the butt. Um, and about 10 months ago, I got introduced to, um, my partner now, um, Sam Koch, who, you know, graduated Indiana, young kid, 25 DJs all over the world, very super smart, suffers from his own issues, you know, depression, anxiety. Um, and as soon as we got on the phone within five minutes of that conversation, uh, happy Jack records was born. And, um, you know, with the focus on working with artists that want to make a change in the industry, want to help themselves, want to help their fans, want to help their communities. Um, and quite frankly, address a problem that's been long standing in this industry on top of every other industry, but long standing where it's been taboo to talk about. Did you see firsthand in your uh, aspect to the business that you were in with uh, Republic Records and your career, did you see firsthand the problem uh, that was going on with uh, musicians and, and mental health and addiction? Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I had this conversation with somebody the other day and I was saying that you know, I worked very closely with Amy Winehouse, um, you know, front and center who, who died of a, you know, alcohol overdose, you know? Um, and I always knew there were problems. Um, my biggest problem was that I never said anything. And 
you know, I look back at all these artists, you know, they have that famous 27 club, right? Um, all these artists that have died at that age, Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, um, Jim Morrison, you know, uh, and I always question whether or not if somebody jumped in and said something, if the label, the managers, the agents, friends, um, didn't enable, but, you know, educated, maybe these guys, you know, this, would still be here, uh, but you can't look backwards. You know, you got to look forwards. And that's the whole mentality of what we're doing here is if we can bring the artists that want to help and, and want the change or have already made the change, but want to talk about it and educate, we're all in. Do you think people from um, outside the business have an empathy in terms of um what goes into an artist being a touring artist and the stress that it places on them and then the bad habits that occur and, and certainly the destruction? Yeah, that, that's a very interesting question. Um, from my perspective, because I've always been in the business, uh, I would probably say yes. Um, I don't think anybody see just use Taylor Swift as a, you know, for example, because I just went to her concert. Um, Everything that goes on behind the scenes, right? The preparation, the, 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 the money, the, the stress, the anxiety, everything that goes into getting ready for that show has to take its toll on Taylor. Um, now she's a very smart, talented, forward thinking artist and probably, um, has help and, and is able to talk about her issues, whether she writes a song about it or something. But yeah, I, I do believe that there is a misconception about, you know, money and success in the music industry, um, that everybody, you know, well, if they're, if they have problems, then they bring it upon themselves. Like, I don't believe that. I believe that they're, you know, they're, they're put here to entertain and do their job. And again, the reason why we're doing what we're doing, we can get into it if you like, is because there is that stress factor. And because there is that, that the, the distraction and the stress and the anxiety, um, and the addiction components to it, where we're going to allow the artists, we're going to take away all that stuff so that the artists can do what they do best, which is focus on writing, recording, performing, and, and singing. Well, yes, let's get into it, because what you've come up with here, as you're really working to um, revolutionize a business and do great work, um, is really uh, various tiers uh, that will allow this to be hopefully a success. I have no doubt it'll be a success. So talk about, you know, the aspect of this that is uh, providing strong reinforcement for the artists at every level. Yeah, we, um, there, there's a bunch of things that, so, so this company is not designed to just sign artists that are being success that, are, that have success and the streaming or radio or touring or whatever. The idea of this is, like I said earlier, is to work with artists that want to be a part of this, right? Believe in what we're doing. We'll get up on a soapbox and talk about their addiction problems, their anxiety, their depression, their, you know, whatever they have, um, and be able to communicate it in a way that can educate, but can help. And I'm not interested in, in signing an artist that doesn't want to do that first and foremost. Secondly, is the program that's put in place, right? Um, you can't push and force anybody to go to therapy, but we strongly recommend it. And we're offering, um, you know, to pay for therapy for six months to see where we stand. And if we have to continue to do it, we will. Uh, we're going to bring in coaches that are going to be 
focused on nutrition, on physical, um, on, on, um, on, uh, you know, nutritional, um, but then also the generic, you know, organic or generic, uh, mental health issues like I talked about. And then, you know, God forbid you ever have this, you know, issue, there's going to be an opportunity for suicide prevention, suicide hotlines. Um, if you ever do have to get to that space, but again, these are, these are pieces of the puzzle that are going to allow us to go do what we need to do best, which is brand market promote, um, the artists, but on the artist side is going to, like I said earlier, is going to be able to give them a clear path to be able to go do what they do best. That makes complete sense. My question is, how do you um, merge the important mission of helping these artists through the creative process and through their challenges with uh, creativity and the resilience of creativity? Well, it's, it's funny because a lot of people will argue that because they're so messed up in one way or another is how they're, how they're, um, you know, they're creative. I don't, I, I, I think that, um, if you have a clearer head and you don't have to worry about, you know, where your next meal is coming from, you don't have to worry about where you're sleeping tonight. You don't have to worry about, um, having the ability to talk to somebody. It's going to clear your mind um, in a healthy way and give you the opportunity to see clearer, to be able to, you know, write, um, more easily to sing at a better octave, you know, your vocal range, right. Will change. If you're not drinking, if you're not, you know, if you're in a better health space, your stomach won't give you, you know, the agita and the angst and the, you know, all the, the upsetness that a lot of artists go through when they're about to go on stage. Um, so the idea again is just to kind of create this clear vision, um, and execute it. So hopefully it, it, it actually adds more creativity to it than, um, you know, than, than, than having to come up with something and have the angst in your mind of having writer's block, um, or, you know, what do I do? What do I write about? How do I write it? Um, and you know, I didn't write it fast enough, right? where I didn't sing it fast enough, or I was in the wrong, wrong, um, you know, octave or level. So will you have artists that are sort of part of this support system who aren't going through the program, but can sort of help be a foundational piece because of their past experiences? You mean like existing artists or, or new artists? Existing. Well, I mean, listen, the, the, the conversations are being had with a bunch at a bunch of different levels with all different artists. Um, in theory, the idea is to work, develop, create um, new artists, right, for the next generation. And we, we like to call it the class of 24. Right. And then in turn, the successful the success the success of the class of 24 will then power the class of 2025. Now, that being said. If, and I would love this to happen, if somebody just used Post Malone as the example, right, you know, who signed to Republic Records, but loves this idea, and, you know, we're able to get to his manager or him or his team, and he, you know, expresses his love or his appreciation for what we're doing. Now, he may be working, he may be mentoring an artist that's underneath him. That's not signed to a record label. Um, he may be interested in investing in the company, or he may simply be interested in, you know, doing exactly that, like sitting down with these artists as we're developing them and have real conversation, um, about the struggles that he's gone through. So it's, it's kind of a, you know, a three pronged approach, right? I would love nothing more than to have 
you know, a post or the weekend or, or, you know, Adele or Bieber or Taylor or something on the label, of course. But, um, and I think that's going to come. I really do. I believe that as we build this, you're going to start to see it. I always, um, I don't know if you remember the movie Jerry Maguire, but I always kind of, you remember at the end when Jerry um, and Cuba Gooding Jr. hug each other at the end after the football game and the other agent looks at his guy and the, and the athlete goes, why do we have a relationship like that? Like, you know, and he pushes him away. I, I kind of, that's what I hope happens, right? That people go to Republic, go to Atlantic, go to, you know, uh, Warner RCA and, and have that conversation with the chairmen of those com- companies and say, why don't you do this? Why don't we do this? Why am I signed to a label that doesn't care? Because unfortunately, and I said, I've said it a bunch of times, the amount of meetings that I've been in and over my career and the amount of times that anybody has ever asked how the artist is doing, probably about zero. So you're looking to change really a stigma, a paradigm and uh, have, you know, certainly in terms of uh, industry alliances, people take the leap so others will take the leap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're first movers, you know, that's sad, but true that no one's done this yet. (laughs) So, um, and I was kind of thrust into it with Jack passing away to take my two loves and put them together. Right. But, um, and so now, you know, my goal and, and Sam, my partner's goal is to change the music industry. Um, so, so the world of being a, uh, a trailblazer and an entrepreneur, uh, it can be a roller coaster ride. It can sometimes be a lonely ride for sure. Uh, where do things stand at the moment in terms of alliance building and the whole process? Well, we, you know, there's a lot of different checklists that we have in place. Um, you know, I hope it's never a lonely road to your point. Um, because every single person from the record labels to, you know, billboard just did an article on us, um, which was great. I haven't found one person that has sat and said to me, that's not going to work. You know, you're, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree. You're doing something that's taboo. No one's going to talk about it. I, I don't, that's not happened once. Um, and we're trying, we're trying to find strategic partnerships, right. That are going to help us along the way. Um, we're planning college tours. We're planning festivals. We're planning, um, you know, multiple recording sessions with different artists, different writers, different producers. And, and inside of that, there's different sponsorships and brand partnerships, um, you know, from touring, right? So we're having conversations with UTA, William Morris, um, CAA, because when we get to that space, we want to have an agent that is, is locked in, um, to give us first right of, of opportunity to go bring these artists on the tour. Um, we're working with other writers and producing companies to have music brought in and, selective sessions happening so that we do have, you know, stuff there. Then we're also, you know, we're, we're working obviously with the the mental health, um, you know, the mental health alliances, right. All these foundations and companies that focus on, you know, on, um, on therapy and self-help and meditation and all these different kinds of things. So we're, we're building these sponsorships and, and that's going to fund some of it. And then, you know, the more money we raise and the more, um, we have in our bank, the more, um, we're going to be able to utilize all of that stuff and, and really do what we want to do, which is educate and help. So where's the roadmap right now? So where, where do you stand, uh, in it, uh, in terms of the ultimate, you know, 
complete launch. I know you had a launch party and, yeah. you know, all of that to, you know, obviously bring people together, but where do things stand? Yeah, we, we have, um, there's three artists that we're already focused on working with. We have, when I tell you, honestly, we probably have 30 submissions already at our website of music and people. And now listen again, you're going to be hard pressed to find somebody today that doesn't have some type of mental health issue. Right. Um, which it is what it is, but you know, we have to, we, we also are still running a business and we do have to try and find if we're going to compete, we need to find the right types of artists, the right things that fit us. You know, we're not genre specific. We're a full service, you know, we're going to be a full service label in terms of music, country, rock, hip hop, rap, pop, uh, you know, it doesn't matter to me. Um, we just want to find the right artists. So we're, 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 our, the, the train is rolling. It's out of the, tra- it's out of the station. Um, but, you know, again, we, we need to find, you know, we're, we're getting the funding. We're starting to get it. We've had some incredible meetings and we've already had three or four people commit to, to putting money in, which is great. Um, but, you know, until that happens, we really can't officially launch, you know, and go. Um, but we're already kind of off the side working with the artists that we already really want to work with and putting our time in and starting to create the roadmaps, whether it's in, you know, in North Africa, it's in the Middle East, it's in America. Uh, it doesn't really bother us. You know, we're going to be a global artist, I'm a global label and work with global artists. And that is for us, the, the whole foundation of it. So let's talk to uh, two constituencies that are listening to the podcast. First, an artist uh, that might want to reach out. How would they reach out to to you and to your organization? Um, first and foremost, you can go to our website, which is happyjackrecords.org. Um, and there's information in there, which gives you the opportunity to do a bunch of different things. One being submit your music and send us notes, um, which is obviously the, you know, that you can connect through us on Instagram, which is just, um, happy Jack records at, at Instagram. Uh, those are probably the two best ways, you know, we, it's, it's a small company right now. It's just Sam and I, and, and two interns that are working with us and our financial guys. So rest assured um, that anything that's submitted, we're going to see, and we will get back to you good, bad, or indifferent. Well, the second constituency is the partner slash person wanting to write the big check. How should they connect with you? Um, pretty much the same way. Uh, you know, they can, they can always email, um, me, which is David at happy jacks with an S world.com. Um, so David at happyjacksworld.com, or you could go to our Instagram or our website. Um, but yeah, I, I, I welcome any of those calls. Um, but again, you know what we really do want to find, like, I'm just not interested, honestly, buzz. I'm just not interested in someone just writing a check, you know, like it has to be meaningful. It has to be, we want to surround ourselves with artists, managers, producers, investors, um, brand partnerships, strategic alliances that all want and believe in what we're doing. And and I think that's the difference is we're, we're not just a company that's open and just, you know, someone comes to me and says, they want to write a check for, you know, a hundred thousand dollars and, you know, go do what you want to do. You know, it, it, it's hard to say no to that, but I have to believe. And so does Sam, my partner, that there is a better and a, and a, a really good, barometer here to, to be partners with the right people. 
And, and I truly believe that. Like I'm again, I said, I'm not interested in signing an artist just to sign an artist. I'm not interested in doing a brand partnership just because someone's going to write a check for a million dollars or whatever. There has to be a bottom line belief in what we're doing. David, I know in a year from now when we're regrouping in person or virtually or you know, uh, via the phone, it's going to be off and running and it's going to be great uh, success stories. I applaud you for uh, the work and we're all behind uh, you and Happy Jack Records uh, in, in memory of Jack. Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't be here without it. And, um, you know, he's just I know he believes in this. I know he this is exactly what he would have done. Um, and so I have, you know, my life has changed now and I have an, I have a responsibility, but I also have the privilege of being able to do this and, and you know, and even naming the record company after him. And, and so I'm not stopping. I'm going to change the business with my partner and uh, we're going to do some amazing things. And, you know, I just I appreciate you being one of the first people who's, you know, who's recognized this um, and is believing in what we're doing enough to want to talk to me about it. So thank you, David. Taking a walk with Buzz Knight is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.